Okay, so probably 10 years ago, we lived in a little neighborhood in a townhome. We had this neighbor that always had me and my sister watch his dogs. Or his dog, really. He had one dog. And, you know, we built up a little bit of a trust relationship. He would go out of town. We'd watch his dog for a week. Nice, nice. Well, there was one specific time he had his girl, he had a girlfriend and she was living with him and she had two dogs. And like his dog is a black lab. Her dogs were like Rottweilers or something. Oh God, okay. And a month in advance, he tells me that he's going out of town. I'm like, all right, awesome. I'm going to make... 50 bucks this week. That was, a, that was a lot of money. Jason was going to be rich. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm like 13 maybe. <laughs> and my, my little sister was probably seven or eight. So a month goes by. I'm going about my normal life, going to school, getting home, playing video games. I'm just living my best life. And then like randomly I get a text from my neighbor and he texts me and says, how are the dogs? And then I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> He didn't give you like a heads up like the day before he left. This guy has been gone for five days. He never like left and just double checked with you. He did not remind me to watch his dogs and he texts me a week into his vacation. How'd you forget though? <laughs> Dude, I don't know whose side I'm on. <laughs> I don't know. I should have put it on my calendar. He should have checked in with me. For but real. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> I run over to the house. I get the key. I, I go in. Bro, the entire place oh, God. reeks of dog shit. <laughs> like, I'm about to vomit. Can and you dude, see the it? Dog, Is the floor just covered with shit? There's there's dog shit everywhere, Oh, dude. my God. It's up the stairs, on the floor, on the couch, on the carpet. Everywhere that there can be dog shit, there's dog shit. <laughs> like... I'm already about to vomit in my mouth and the dogs run up to me and they're like, oh, thank God somebody's here. Thank God. Dude, I give them, I give them food. They all like just scarf down the food. I'm like, I'm sorry. I give them like three bowls of food. I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And then I start walking through the house and this is like a scene in a horror movie. And like, I'm going up the stairs, like dodging piles of shit. How are they As pooping on up, those stairs? They really ran out of all this room. I don't know. I walk up the stairs. There's shit all over the carpet upstairs. Oh I walk into a bedroom. There's shit on the beds. No. <laughs> I'm like, I totaled this guy's house. What was going through your head? Were you thinking like, I can save this? Or are you like, oh, how do I, how do I tell him I forgot? Maybe I'll only charge him <laughs> half price. Dude, I don't, I don't even remember. I almost blacked out for this entire <laughs> thing. Like I was so distraught. It's like one of those things you want to wake up from. Sounds like a nightmare. It was actually a nightmare because I've I had done that a couple of times. Like he didn't remind me as soon as he left, mm -hmm. and like a day would go by. I'm like, oh shit, oh let me go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I remembered. <laughs> and like nothing bad ever happened, but like this time it was an entire. This week. time the worst possible. Dude, so there's just dog shit everywhere. And I'm like, <laughs> oh my god. So I call him. I tell him he's like, oh, are they are the dogs okay? And I'm like, yeah, but dude, there's. There's crap everywhere. These are he's big like, dogs. Oh my God. It's big dogs and big poop, bro. <laughs> so he's like, do your best to clean it up. I'm like, oh God. <laughs> okay. So I go back home and I grab my little sister. <laughs> I'll give you half the profit if you help me come clean this up. So $25 to go clean a house full of shit. That's terrible. We go over there with gloves and bags and paper towels and Windex and vacuums and everything. We come over with a whole arsenal of stuff to clean up this guy's house and like scooping all the crap. And it's not like like there were a few like solid 
chunks of crab, but like I I suspect that after day three it started becoming liquid shit. Oh no. So they're we're running like, out of nutrients in their body. Dude, yeah, we're like panning shit into a bag. And it was the worst imaginable experience. And like after we got numb to what we were doing, we were like, oh, this is no longer poop, it's just brown sludge. <laughs> We're like that would ever happen to me. funny with it. <laughs> oh God. Dude, we're, get, we're getting funny with it. And I remember one specific bag of shit. We were upstairs. We piled it into the bag and I was like, Hey, watch this. And I tossed <laughs> the thing down the stairs and it just splatters into the bottom. <laughs> it explodes all over the ground. A full bag of shit. The most amount of shit oh. you could gather. And you put it in one spot. <laughs> He's going to see that stain and be like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, dude. Just full bag of shit. Just <laughs> I'm Jason. And I'm Kurt. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to Bird Bones. Okay, Jason. What did you learn from this? What was the moral of this lesson? Did he, have, um, wait, did he ever let you watch the dogs again? Yeah, he did, actually. He's a brave <laughs> he's a, man. He's a dumb man. A, the moral of the story is to keep a calendar Oh, that's the moral. Yeah, don't forget that your neighbor's dogs exist when he says that he's going out of town. Yeah. Also, don't throw bags of shit down the stairs. <laughs> that doesn't go very well. Yeah. I'm honestly just <laughs> proud of you for coming clean. I was afraid you were going to tell me this whole like I love Lucy scenario where, oh, I, I, I cleaned up as best as I could. I didn't want to tell him, so I used bleach and that ruined these towels and I tried to clean the towels, but they ripped. I thought you were going to tell me this whole scenario, but you came clean. So you did the good thing. I won't lie. You, I went and scoped the place out to see <laughs> if it was something that I could just be like, oh yeah, the dogs are good. <laughs> but the second I walked in and almost passed out from the stench, <laughs> I knew it was over. Were there like little brown stains all around the place? Oh yeah, dude. I don't know to what extent. Was he, he had renting? To, I don't I don't know. I think he owned it. I can't remember. But I would I would not be surprised if I learned he had to replace all the carpet in that house because there's no shot. The sheets. Yeah, dude. I mean, I easily caused three thousand dollars worth of damage. <laughs> Did you still get your money? I don't remember. Yeah, I remember. I yeah, I can't it. imagine you being like, man, that was crazy. Fifty bucks, please. And then Sarah's like twenty five. <laughs> you're just sitting there. <laughs> I have the almost like the opposite of that story. Not the opposite. I'm just, I want an excuse to tell my poop story. <laughs> one day at one of the various fast food jobs I worked at, I worked at so many, uh, I don't even, no one will ever know this one, right? Yeah. And it was pretty clean. Like it wasn't like one of the grossest places I worked at, but there were some questionable things that the owners would do that I'm like, oh, but they're so clean with this thing. How are they, how, like they'd make you switch out the, the, what's it called? Three compartment sinks or whatever. Like they would be strict on some things. And other things, I'm like, how do you guys not realize how gross that is? Yeah. They had these infamous neon yellow gloves that they would always do like, like they would use, they would use them to scrub the floors and they would always offer them like, oh, you can scrub the floors with them. I'm like, I don't really want to wear those. Um, I can just wash my hands after That's sanitary. Your skin is sanitary once you clean it. Right. Mm -hmm. But they would wash the, they would put them on when they would like bleach the floors. They would also put them on when they would like wash the dishes in the sink. They would also use them when they were making some of the food. And I'm like, oh, that's really gross. I'm going to trust that they're cleaning these because they knew the gross things they were Wait, doing. Are these with them. like reusable gloves? Oh, yeah. These are like these are like heavy duty. Oh. They look like hazmat gloves. Imagine that. Okay. So one day we're closing up shop and they're very meticulous, right? They're very like scrub the floors, clean the walls, the baseboards, everything. And then late at night, it's like 
10 or 11 or something. I go in the bathroom, open the door, the fucking smell hits me just instant. Oh like, no. I'm like, oh fuck. Even before I even like see the toilet, like it's a small bathroom, the smell hits me first. And I start walking over the toilet. I don't even have to get like over the toilet to look down into it. Like as I approach the toilet, there is a mound of shit <laughs> sticking up out of the water. It looked like multiple people have been pooping on the same pile. What? And like there's toilet paper in it. And I'm like, yeah, I, I think I've tried flushing it. Okay. It may have been dumb. It didn't overflow but i tried flushing it no avail didn't even bubble or nothing <laughs> and i'm looking over my coworker i'm cleaning with and they're laughing their ass off because i'm like i don't know what the fuck to do and i'm like this wasn't me i didn't do this shit who took this massive shit and i'm trying to come like whoa what customer was in here last i'm trying to find out who took this massive shit um and i'm like i guess after i call my boss so i call them up and I was like, hey, I really hate to do this because it was a really nice uh, person, right? And they were very clean. So I'm mm -hmm. not trying to be like massive shit. I'll, I chose my words very carefully. I call them up yeah. and they're like, oh, hey, what's up? And it's all late at night. Then I'm like, hey, we got a little problem. Um, you know, I clean the bathrooms really good, but um, there's just like a really big poopy in the toilet and <laughs> it won't go down. And they're like, oh, um, have you tried like using the plunger? They're like, you're not seeing what I'm seeing. The plunger would just smear the poop around. Like it wouldn't touch the, the surroundings oh of the bottom of the toilet. I'm like the toilet, the plunger wouldn't do anything. And they're like, okay, go in my office, grab the yellow gloves. Instantly no. I'm like, oh, oh. I turn it to like fight or flight. My, I start getting sweaty. All my stories, I get scared. I get real sweaty. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> and apparently my eyes just convey the emotion so much that we looked over my coworker, like they knew something was up. And I'm like, what? And they go like, Go grab the gloves <laughs> no. and then get a garbage bag from under my desk. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I was like, no, 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 wait, 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 wait. Wait, 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 no, no, no. And they were telling me, I was like, I was in shock. I just froze up. I didn't say anything. And they go, then you're going to scoop out the poop and just throw it in the bag. And then take it out to the dumpster. And I'm like, ah, ah. and I'm oh like sweating. God, I, and I, I dropped them. I dropped the phone. I look over my coworker. I'm like, they want me to scoop it out with the gloves. I'm like, no, say no. That's disgusting. Like they use these gloves to make the food. And then I'm all like, I just like, this is the first and last time. Only time I think I've ever said no to a boss. Like usually I'm a pretty good, like, oh, you know what? I'll go out of my way. I'll bend over backwards for you. These yeah. are really nice bosses. And I, they were really nice. Yeah. Um, everyone there. But I was like, I just, this is where I draw the line. And I was like, I, I can't, no, uh, I'm sorry. I'm not scooping out the poop. God. And they didn't stop there. They go, no, just like, it's not a big deal. Just they're gaslighting me. No, just go get the, do, go get the thing and scoop it out. And I'm like, I can't say no again. I was like, I'm a good boy. I'm a good little corporate simp. And I was like, no, I can't, I can't scoop this poop out. And they're like, oh, and they were like disappointed in me. They're like, oh man, okay. I guess I'll have the other manager do it. A sweet old lady will do it in the morning. And I'm like, oh. Sucks to be them. Good night. And then I just left that toilet and there it marinated. And I'm sure it turned into soup overnight. Oh, that was just no. my excuse to uh, tell you about a time that I didn't clean up the poop and I still got paid. <laughs> Boom. Dude, See, it does a, come all opposite. That's the thing, dude, is you get paid the same either way. Mm -hmm. If I touch the poop or not. <laughs> Dude, because I, I was That's always horrible. scared of those gloves. Isn't it? I always was scared of those gloves. I'm like, it's kind of weird. They clean the floors and they also clean the dishes with them. And then they touch the food with them to know that. When faced with a poop problem, they have the same gloves. Still miss I, that place, though. I stopped eating there that day, though. I would really like to know if they change out the gloves often. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, even if they bleach them. I don't care. Once it touches human shit, they have to go. They got to burn those things. You got to cut off your own arm, too. <laughs> <laughs> Just burn the whole place down, bro. If that <laughs> happens, it's over. Shut the doors and lock everything up and just move <laughs> On a brighter note. <laughs>
I had jury duty a couple of weeks ago and I haven't got to tell you about it because life's been oh, hectic. Oh yeah, how'd that go? N- nothing really cool happened. I go to oh. jury duty. I didn't get called and I wanted to get called. 12 Angry Men is one of my favorite movies. I didn't even get called. <laughs> the most memorable thing about the entire uh, ordeal was driving home and I was like, oh, it's like an hour to drive home. And I was like, what do I do? And I was like, oh, Jason's always talking about listening. He's like, you always got to listen to Twin. You got to listen to One Stop Shop, the entire album all the way through. <laughs> and I was like, well, this is a perfect time. I kind of don't know what I want to listen to. Oh my God. It was the most <laughs> heavenly experience ever. Because right? the courthouse I had to go to was like right on the verge of like another city. So like it was almost like a country as countryside as LA gets. It was like a countryside drive, a beautiful like nice. 75 degrees out window, halfway cracked. One oh stop shop God. for a fading revolution. Dude, it was have, surreal. You have experienced that album in a better scenario than even I have. I discovered that in the heat of the summer. It's been 110 <laughs> degrees every single day, and I've hated life for the last three months. Like, I cannot wait for it to get cold simply so I can listen to that album more. Dude, that was the most beautiful experience I've ever had listening to any kind of music. Like, Foundations of Decay, I want to say that was a beautiful day because I like I wasn't at work, so I could just like lay down in my that bed, put a, the AirPods in. That was a glorious day. That was the most beautiful day of my life. But listening to Twen, the entire album was a perfect length to get home. Maybe I re-listened to the last song twice, but it was a perfect length to get home. Window cracked, hair blowing, full tank of gas, most beautiful thing ever. And in my head, here was the best way I can summarize why I get Twen now. Okay, because at first you're telling me like, dude, you were like hyping up the city, like, dude, you gotta listen to Twin. It's the greatest thing ever. And I put it on and I was like, one stop shop for a fade. It was like, just like, kind of like, you know, I love it now. So I don't want you to think I'm shitting on it. I love Twin now and I love this album. But I first heard it, I was like, yeah, it's kind of like, it's there. Like, it's good. But yeah. And here's the best way I can summarize how I feel about it now. I'm gonna take you back for a little bit. You know, all the memes about like LaCroix. And how someone's like, hey, a new LaCroix flavor. And they put like the water under the tap and they go like, there's an apple in the other room. Yeah. I would laugh my ass off at those memes all the time. And then I forgot who it was. Some YouTuber talked about how like, no, like you're not giving LaCroix its proper like, like it's good. But your mouth has just been so fucked by like Coke and Pepsi and root beer that you can't enjoy simple tastes. Mm -hmm. And so they were saying like only drink LaCroix for like a month. This was like two years ago and I haven't stopped. You, You stop drinking soda, you drink LaCroix and then you go, oh my God, like I taste the flavors now. And then some things like coconut and lemon chili go, this is too flavorful, right? Yeah. That's what I was doing with LaCroix. That's what I'm sorry. That's what I was doing with Twin. I have been listening to nonstop, like just metal and very theatrical My Chemical Romance where like it demands yeah. your attention. So it was like a nice drive and I put on Twin. I was like, I get it now. Dude, I feel like this is delicious. a lot of music, you can like, you can sit there and listen to it all you want, like in your living room or bedroom or whatever. Or while you're working, but like most songs do not hit until you drive with the windows down and that shit's turned all the way up. I'll say it's also dangerous to uh, listen to music on like a good day while you're driving because uh, I'll never forget. I love early sunsets over Monroeville by Mike Hem, but that was the first song I was ever pulled over to. So every time I put oh, it on, God. that's like the first thing that comes to my head. Every time I listen to that song, I think about getting pulled over when I'm driving. Dude, I wrecked my Mustang to Sweet Emotion by Aerosmith. <laughs> <laughs> I know it was a mi- I know it was a minor crash, but I'm imagining you just upside down, sweet. Emo. So, it's like I was vibing, and that's probably why I crashed. 
no, dude, that that song was like my one of my favorites of all time. And I still love it. And I, I finally am over that. Like, I don't really think about it as much because I've made like more memories with that song. Mm-hmm. And it's been so long, like it just doesn't matter anymore. But yeah, I don't think I've ever gotten pulled over to a song. Oh, that's a lie. The last time I got pulled over, I was listening to Cocaine by Riff Raff. <laughs> it was perfect. Displayed like brightly and proudly on my screen when the guy walked up to my window. And I'm like, nice. And then I got a ticket. So that was pretty cool. Do you have any other songs like that that is okay, but then the story makes it better? Like some songs, I don't really care, but the music video plays in my head when I listen to it and now I enjoy it. Like Ooh. I'll admit, I didn't like Avi Adore. That much, I was like, oh, it's kind of funky, bonk, bonk, like however it goes. But the music video was so trippy. Oh, dude, I love that song. I know, I liked it at first, but I was like, it wasn't, the music video, you can't lie, makes it a thousand times better when you're when it's in your head. I can't lie, I haven't even seen the music video for that song, and I already adore that song. Dude, it's like this long one-take shot of like, uh, it's it's Billy Corgan, but he's dressed up as like a vampire. I forgot the name of the vampire. I mean, honestly, the na-na-na music video I would have never gotten into my Kim if it wasn't for that video. And there's several people that I know that are like, have said the same thing about that music. They're like, that like, either I had already, like I'd gotten out of my Kim for a while or I became a new fan because mm-hmm. of like that, that reunited the the world. I promise that I didn't ask. It's not one of those things where I ask you the question just so you can ask me the question. I promise. I know I do that a lot. This was not one of those things. I just remembered something funny. It was when I found out r slash RBI. You ever heard of r slash RBI? No. It's like FBI, Federal Bureaucracy Investigation, like that, but it's for Reddit. Oh, okay. It is the coolest thing ever. Like, it's one of those suburbs that the top posts of all time are so crazy, but then you subscribe to it and like everyday Mendenial posts fucking suck. Mm-hmm. So like one of the top posts of all time is this guy and he's trying to find out, like he got in a hit and run and the dash cam footage shows the car driving away, but you can't make out the license plate. You can, pa- like the thing was really close to the camera. You can pause on any frame, but it just looks slightly different every frame because it's just that blurry. Yeah. So a visual effects artist went in there and he motion tracked the license plate and then he stabilized it so that what would switch between like white and blue. I forgot. The license plate was like white and blue, like uh, California. Yeah. And when you play, when you stabilize it and you play it fast, he was calculating like, oh, which pixels are more likely to be, which pixels are blue more, which ones are white more. Mm-hmm. And he got it down to like a handful of options and they knew what car it was and they searched, they like Reddit came together and found the guy who hit and run. They found like one car registered with that license plate with that kind of car. And I'm like, this is the craziest subreddit of all time right yeah so i followed it because I, I saw it on something so i followed it and then i i start getting these uh i start seeing the posts every day i saw this one post that really just like for some reason it hit me i think it's because the guy had a good backstory behind it his thing was like my dad uh had this one song that we would bond over he said like oh before the song starts off it kind of has like a what's it called like a prologue or epilogue or something mm-hmm. where there's a woman underwater on the phone you hear the phone ring and then when the person talks there's like bubbles coming out of their mouth and that's what he said and so everyone's trying to find out what song it was right and my first thought was like because you know he's not going to be 100 percent correct so you got to think of some things that don't fit that so my first thought like everyone else was uh i knew it was i knew it was one of the songs off uh the wall by pink floyd and i think it was young lust because it starts off with the woman and he, she sounds like she's underwater but it's really just like like it's kind of like a low pass or something. And she's like, hello, hello. Mm -hmm. That's how the song starts off. The guy says, no, it was not that song, but it was close. My dad listened to Pink Floyd and he listened to songs like 
this was before 1990 something. It was after 1980 something. He put all these things to it. And yeah. people were like, oh, is it Telephone Line by Electric Light Orchestra? And I put my own thing. I was like, oh, shit. I think it's um, it's this one song by Kate Bush because it starts off and it goes, it's just sonar going bloop, bloop. And she's like, hello, Earth, something like that. And I thought yeah. I cracked it. And he goes, nope, that's not it. Everyone's trying to find this fucking song. Someone's like, is it Steely Dan? They're trying to find, because that's the kind of songs his dad listens to. Yeah. And I was like feeling his frustration because I was trying to find the fucking song, right? I was like asking ChatGPT. I'm like, hey, what's the song that came out this yeah, you're, time? You're involved now. I'm emotionally involved. I can't, I saved the post. <laughs> I came back day after day. It wasn't until I saw the update. The guy's like, oh my God, I found the song. Um, It wasn't, if you're trying to guess the song at home, here's your one hint. Here's the one thing it got wrong. It wasn't a girl's voice. It was a guy's voice. So pause now if you oh. want to recalculate your answers. It was a guy's voice starts off and he's talking. Blah, 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 he's talking like that. The song, it's called I Go to Rio by Pablo Cruz extended version. He said like his dad died. He couldn't find out the song, all these things. And I was like, oh, I'm kind of emotionally invested in the story. It was like I hit, I hit play on the song that all of a sudden I was this guy and I'm looking at my dead dad. I'm like, this is beautiful. The song's like, I go to Rio and I'm imagining this guy's life having a great time with his dad. And now it's like one of my favorite songs of all time. Bro. <laughs> It's fucking hard. <laughs> it's a fucking, it's a banger. And like the song's good as yeah. it is, but then you have a whole story behind it. I'm this, I'm this kid and that's my dead dad and I miss him. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh, there's also like there's also songs where like um, there's a story behind how the song was made. Oh, I love those too. And it makes you appreciate the song. Like there's a Christopher Cross song that my dad always talks about, and it's um Arthur's theme, the best that you can do song. And like the story with that is that Christopher Cross was like going to a meeting with the executives of the show of Arthur or whatever, mm -hmm. and he had to play them a song, and he's like. I don't know what like I have like a general outline of how I want it to go, but I don't have a like a hook. I don't have a chorus. Mm -hmm. like, I need a chorus for this song and nothing. Nothing is making sense. And he's on a plane and they're flying. He's he's landing in New York. Well, like their flight keeps getting like they can't land. So they're just flying circles around New York. And uh, the guy next to him after like circling for an hour or two, the guy next to him, it says, man, don't you just love when you get caught between the moon and New York City? And he's like, oh, my God. I got goosebumps. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> he's like, that's it. Can I use that in a song? And he's like, yeah, I guess. So now the chorus of that song is you can get caught between the moon and New York. I can't. Hold on. That was good. Now the, the chorus to that song is. You could get caught between the noon. I can't sing it. Jesus Christ. I keep saying between the noon. You got this. Noon. You got this. <laughs> the chorus of the song goes. You can get caught between the moon and New York City. Jason, that was beautiful. Yeah. My dad like is filled with the Christopher Cross facts. He's a big Christopher Crosser. Yeah, he's a Christopher Crosser. I don't know Cross. what their fans are called. <laughs> 
He's a crisscross. He's a crisscross. Um, Ain't as good as bird boners, but yeah. Uh, sailing is about literally him and his family going out on the lake in a sailboat when he was a kid. Simple as that. Banger song. Okay, what's a song that's ruined for you because of the background? What's a story that ruins a song for you? I mean, one song that's ruined for me. There was also another car wreck song. Oh God, I don't want to bring up your bad memories. I'm is, trying to say, okay. I know, I know. There's, I don't know of anything that there's a story behind the actual song itself that ruins it for me. But like, She Made Me by the Brian Jonestown Massacre was when my first Jetta got totaled. Mm. And like that song, it just came on. If you listen to that song, it is like the best song to get your car totaled to. <laughs> Like, dude, you have to get your car total on. put on this one, put on Brian's yeah, channel. The song came on, the light turned green. I went and then basically got T-boned and it was just like, <laughs> like in slow motion. I was like, Ooh. like as my car spun around in the intersection. And then I was like, damn, turn off the music and got out of the car. The song's like the the Ring VHS tape. If you put that on and you're driving, you're going to get T-boned. Mm-hmm. It's, it's that one song by a Snow Patrol on a Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> if I just lay... And that's the song they play before anyone dies. If you hear that just coming out of the sky, like, fucking run. <laughs> if I just lay here... What the fuck? <laughs> run away as fast as you can. <laughs> Bro, I had something that I've been meaning to like ask you and slash a little story that I wanted to tell you. You know, I love stories, Jason. When you were younger, did you ever have like the friend and please God, don't say me, but the (laughs) friend. (laughs) You're my only friend. (laughs) Did you ever have the friend that would just blatantly lie about the stupidest shit? Oh no, thank God that wasn't you. No, I I know the friend. It's both our friend. Want to say it at the same time? Three, two, one, Sean. Sean. Okay. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Um, no, but this story is not, not about him. It's about somebody that I knew, I think before I met you, Mm. I don't remember a whole lot, but like back in, back in like the probably fifth or sixth grade, I had like a couple of friends and this is around the time that like the speed racer movie came out. Oh my God. Okay. Sorry. I, that's a CGI masterpiece, but I won't. Yeah. Banger, banger movie. Right. Wachowskis. And uh, like I went over to a friend's house. I want to say that he was having like a birthday party or I had had a Speed Racer themed birthday party or something. But Speed Racer was a topic that we were talking about. And there was one kid and he was just straight up telling everybody at the gathering that he went to Speed Racer land <laughs> and like raced the Mach 5 or whatever it was. <laughs> like doing the race and he was like telling us the like play by play rundown of how the race went he's like yeah so i went here and i did this and then i got in the mach 5 and i was racing down this hill and then i jumped up and like went over and i barrel rolled over this guy and then i took him out of the ring and like blah blah and then i won what and wait sorry real fast is speed racer land a thing no he's just like (laughs) sorry I thought you were going to tell me like it's an amusement park and there's like a fun ride. What the fuck oh, is no, Speed no, no, Racer no. Land? He's just like acting like he was <laughs> in Speed Racer. Okay, this is even sadder. I believed it. I thought it was like a ride at Universal. No, dude. He's just <laughs> acting like it was a real thing. And everybody was like, I can't, I don't know if because we were all young, like I obviously knew it was bull. I was like, no way. You're <laughs> bullshit. Like, but like, I feel like the other kids believed him, dude. <laughs> 
I'm like, how can you get away with this stuff? That'd be me. I'd believe them. But yeah, I don't know. I, I thought about that the other day and it's been bugging me. And I wanted to see if you had any experiences like that. I was never one to just like lie like that. Like, you know, I'll exaggerate, but I honestly have like that's such a guilty thing. Like when you tell a story, you like, you know where to pause, you know what to exaggerate, but you never change the facts. You never like, yeah. if someone says something, you can't, you can maybe change the way they said it, but you can't change those words. You can't do things like that. That was like my concept. So when people just bold face lied to me, I was like, that's probably their concept too. They're telling the truth. Where is speed racer land? How'd you do this? <laughs> Tell me the details. This is amazing. Yeah. Right. Cause that's how my mind works. I just can't fathom yeah, I can't, lying like that. I cannot imagine just like coming up with something totally false and just, just saying it. Like I told you, dude, I think I told the story like a week or two ago, but like when everyone said their dicks were like 20 inches, I was <laughs> believing them. I'm not even kidding. Yeah. I'd, I'd fall for speed racer land. Dude. We don't miss. What a banger episode. Maybe too much poop stories. I don't know. I like poop stories. Thank you so much for listening to Bird Bones. While you got your phone in your hand, you're queuing another episode. Why don't you also drop us maybe like a five-star review or something? Maybe a comment on the YouTube or subscribe or something? Maybe even six if you can. Maybe even six if you find a way. But also while you got your phone in your hand, you're doing all that. Why don't you also queue up Jason's song of the week? Jason? Ooh. This week, we're going to have to go with uh, The Coast Ooh. by Family of the Year. It's a band that my stepdad introduced me to, and it's a really nice, mellow kind of vibe with a nice chorus. Dude, pretty catchy. I swear, it's our podcast is meant to be binge, and that pod, and that playlist is meant to be like listened to all at once. It's so curated and beautiful. I try to keep it flowing, keep it nice. It's perfect. <laughs> Next time on Bird Bones. Bro, if you don't moan to destroy us... Uh, 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 uh.